Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Book Journeys Radio. This is Dr. Angela Loria. I am the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the Difference Process for Writing a Book That Matters. Every week on the show, we talk to an author about their experience writing their book. And my favorite thing is to talk to first-time authors about their experience writing their first book. Um, first thing, you know, people say making your first million is the hardest. Well, writing your first book is for sure the hardest. And um, almost always the authors I work with after they've written their first book know exactly what they want to do next time they write a book. Um, there is something addictive about the process. It's a little bit like getting a tattoo. Once, you, uh, once you're an author, you can never not be an author. And I'm super excited because we have a best-selling author on the call today who is also one of my favorite people on the planet, Mike Rostovsky, the men's coach. Mike, thanks for being here. Hey. Hey, friend. Thanks for having me. Super excited to, to chat. Yeah, so your book um, came out uh, about six months ago now. It's called August, A True Story About Love, Sex, and Entrepreneurship. So I know it's about love, sex, and entrepreneurship. Um, I actually know what your book is about because I was lucky enough to publish it. But why don't you tell everybody what the book is about? Um, yeah, sure. So I, I, I had this idea um, of just writing a book in a month. And I thought, what if I woke up every day and just wrote for an hour? Like just poured my heart out, total, like the, the complete truth of like what was going on in that day um, what I was dealing with like in my business and in my personal life and, and just share, just kind of like open, just open the kimono to the readers and, um, and just share the, all the internal workings of, you know, of running my business and even starting a book from scratch. Um, and I, I originally had the idea of like getting in my car. Like, I don't even know if I told you this, like I wanted to get in my car at the first of the month and just like start driving <laughs> and then just like seeing where my adventures take me and then just write about that. But then that idea got scrapped. But then I, I thought I can still write the book. So I, I, um, it, it's called August because I wrote it, um, in the month of August, 2013. And I just woke up every day and wrote for an hour and like forced myself to write even when I didn't want to. And on the days when I didn't want to, I, I shared that I didn't want to. Um, so it, it's kind of like a one month memoir. Um, and it was just like a, just, just almost like an experiment in, in book writing. And um, I, I learned so much from it and, you know, I, I kind of share a lot of it in the book and like, I'm, I'm so thankful that I just did it because now I'm an author and um, I know the next one's not going to be as hard. So. Yeah, so um, so a lot of people ask me how long does it take to write a book, and obviously there are lots of answers to that question, but I usually say um, to expect it, that it takes, it's like having a baby. So nine months is kind of, nine to ten months is what I see most people take, and you turn yours around a lot faster. Are you somebody who always does things fast like that? Like, do you like to do things fast, or was there something special about this project? Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my MO is like having an idea and then just launching it and then seeing if it works. So I, I'm a total, I'm a total like quick start on, on the Colby index. I'm like a nine on the quick start. Um, I, I don't like reading instructions. <laughs> just, I tend to just like, <laughs> just like die. My friend right Allie says first. ready, fire, aim. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so yeah, that was the same thing with this idea for for a book. I mean, that's that's really how I I've launched a lot of different like coaching packages and retreats in my business. I just I get an idea and then I ask people, hey, do you want to buy this or do you think this is a good idea? And I just launch it and I just just do it. Um, just 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 knowing that like of course I'm gonna fail and of course I'm gonna you know like there will be small many small failures along the way but I'd rather do something and learn from it than just kind of sit like in that place of fear paralyzed wishing that I was doing something you know like I did for most of my life. So so what are the takeaways? What what do you wish you knew or now and maybe maybe you don't have regrets like that but now that you know what you know what would you do differently or what advice would you give to somebody who's writing their first book? Um, so advice would definitely be um, talk to you and and I <laughs> I I just I um, yeah I just I really appreciated your mentorship throughout the whole process and like I know we're we're friends um, but like I I know I've, I've sent a lot of people to you and you just help them so much so so talk to like talk to an expert um, I ah, man I I've, I've definitely met um, a lot of people. Um, in the past year, who they've kind of been like writing a book for the past like several years, and, mm. and they're just writing like this. you know they're they're writing without a roadmap, and they're writing without any kind of like customer avatar that they know that they're writing to, and they're just writing, and um, just everything that I've learned about book writing from working with you, and you know just like talking to other people in the industry, it's like you have to know who you're writing to. And you have to know why you're writing it and like what problems you're solving from you know for for that customer um and then from there, like everything flows so i um that was such a huge piece, and I just from like working with you is like know who you're writing to and know like why you're writing the book um and then from so there, who were like you else. who were you writing to, and why were you writing your book mm, so i uh so i I think mine was kind of different like I feel like I was I was kind of writing like to myself, or 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 maybe writing. Hmm, when I think about it, <laughs> so so I just gave advice, but I didn't take my own advice, like you know, ah. which I do all the time. <laughs> um, but if I if I'm honest about it, I I think my my book is for the person who wants to write a book, and it's like scared that like they're not like I'm not blank enough to write this book, like I'm not. I'm not rich enough, I'm not tall enough or experienced enough or educated enough. And um and I I think I wrote that just to show people that like, yeah, you can you can just write a book, just just do it. I mean it, it's not gonna be like you're not gonna win a Pulitzer Prize, but you're gonna be an author and and your your words and you know, like just everything that you stand for and like it's gonna be out in the world forever and just just do it and it's not going to be perfect, but if you do it, you'll be an author. And, and then just by, like, exercising that muscle of launching a book, which um, we can probably get into, like, it was very difficult for me towards towards the end. All sorts of stuff came up. But, but like, just by doing that, just you have that one under your belt, and then the second, the third, and the fourth, and, you know, it'll just be so much easier, and you'll 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 understand the process so much better. Yeah, it's really interesting because, People make decisions about how they're going to publish. You know, they might self-publish or they work with a publisher or whatever. 
and they don't really know totally what they're getting into. So one of the things that happens when you self-publish is that it's super scary because you have to figure out how to be a publisher in addition to, you know, figuring out how to write a book and your own area of expertise and all the different things that come up with actually writing the book. You have to learn this whole other skill. But when you work with a publisher, there's there are some other issues, which is that you don't get you don't get a hundred percent say. I mean, depending on the publisher you work with, um, you might have a lot of say. You might have no say. A lot of times, traditional publishers won't even show you your cover until it's locked down. So, um, so you had kind of an in the middle experience. You you worked with our publishing company and. We are collaborative with our authors, but there are certain things that we kind of have a, a pretty intimate say in, and we want our authors to be happy, so we go back and forth with them, but we're, we're pushing an agenda because we, um, you know, the way publishers work is we make money when our authors make money. So, so we're pushing an agenda. So why don't you talk about when you're working with a publisher, um, what was your what was your experience of that like? And then what advice would you give to people about when to listen to experts because you've talked about listening to experts and when to go with your gut and maybe fight back a little? Yeah, I mean, I think my experience is kind of unique in that I I wrote the book completely and then I gave it to you and then I was like, here, make make this a book. And no, that's pretty um, standard. The conversations that we've had, uh, I have all okay. the time. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is what happens, so, right? You give your baby to a publisher and the publisher is like, um, you know, okay, we were thinking of putting a green chihuahua on the cover. And you're like, yeah, no, I didn't have green chihuahua in mind. So you give it to a publisher and they do things to your baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So tell me and, what that experience that. was like for you. Yeah, for you know, for me there were you know it's like I got I I got a bunch of edits back and and the book was a much better book. I mean, without a doubt, like it it read better. It was a much better piece of literature. But you know, for me, it just like it didn't feel like my book anymore. And um, again, this isn't what I recommend. But like for for me, just my my whole theme of who I am is just like being yourself, like unapologetically being yourself, like just all my writing, it's around being your essential self all the time. So I, I, I really didn't accept any of the edits, but, um, but like my, my goal, yeah, it, it was more of a, like creating a piece of art instead of maybe creating something that, that sells. So like I, I know I certainly could have done such a better job with like, the marketing piece and like really identifying who the target reader is and here's the pain point. But um, for me, it was, it was just, it was an exercise in writing a book. It was, it was an exercise in like giving birth to something. And, and, and towards the end, I had, <clears throat> I had so much resistance because like I, I shared a lot of personal stuff in the book. Um, a lot of just like personal like pain and trauma stuff that happened in my life and, things that I've just, like, never shared with anyone. And I put that in the book. And, you know, on the day when I, when I launched the book, there was that, that feeling of, like, oh, my gosh, like, that is out in the world and that will be out in the world forever. And, and it's scary. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I, think the, I think the good thing about that is, like, I, I just don't have a lot of shame around that stuff anymore. Um, and, and I've heard this from so many people who have either 
written a blog post or like written a book where they share share personal stories. Like the the minute that that story gets out into the world, the the shame around it almost like instantly disappears. It's like mm. you know it, it's like vampires like in the sun, just like poof, just that shame disappears. And and for me, that's what happened. Like when I was able to share share those stories, um, it just sort of disappeared. And the and the good news was that people from all over the world emailed me and said, oh, my gosh, like, you have no idea how much that resonates with, you know, it's like I had an abortion when I was young or, like, I, I grew up in this kind of family or, like, I'm so scared to quit my job. It's just so many stories of people and just, you know, like, like thank you thank you for sharing those pieces of you that are, that are kind of ugly, you know, the pieces of you that, that, that make you human because it showed me that I wasn't all alone. Um, but it was so yeah. scary to help. It was so scary to uh, publish that because you know it's the fear of the fear of rejection and the fear of people are going to hate me or people are going to think I'm weird or people aren't going to want to be my friends anymore. Um, but you know, ultimately, all of us have have gifts. Like I mean, everyone everyone listening to this right now, it's like you have a huge gift that you can share with the world, and it's it's all the pain that you've overcome. It's like it's your story and like. Everyone, if you're listening to these words, you have a beautiful life story, and your body of work is incredible. And you know there are people right now whose lives can be better if you just share that story with them. You know, people that are currently struggling with exactly the same thing that you've overcome, and um, it's a disservice to the world if you don't share that in in some way. Yeah, I I totally agree. So a lot of times when I'm working with authors, they are tying their book to their business. And your uh, your book is, you know, is in part about being an entrepreneur. And I know that you um, you also have a lot of clients who are entrepreneurs. I'm wondering if you have used your book either to get clients or with clients. Has, has it helped you at all in your business? Um, yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, I have... What's nice now is is I have something that that I can gift to someone if if I don't have time to connect with them, which I I really don't have a lot of time right now at all. And you know sometimes someone will will email me like a really just awesome email and just like wanting to connect, or they'll ask me a question about something, and I'll and I'll say hey you know like I don't have the time to connect, but let me give you a copy of my book. It's it's pretty much like it's all of me. It's like, you know, 30 days of me pouring my heart out. Um, read it and let me know if like something shifts or like, let me know if something in there helps you and then, and then get, get to me. So, um, I've, yeah, I've, I've definitely used it for, for like giveaways or if I'm part of like a big, like a big teleseminar or like a telesummit or, or just something where, where I'm going to speak. I've, I have, you know, gifted copies of those to the people in the in the audience, and um, and it's just a it's a great way for me to just get more just get more of me out in the world. You know, it's it's a great way to um, yeah, just because a like a book or writing is just an exchange of energy. So it was just it was me, you know, just exchanging my energy, like exchanging my my thoughts and my feelings and my stories and my experiences. And I can either do that on a one-on-one basis, like talking to someone on the phone. I can do it with you right now on a radio interview. You know, there's probably dozens or hundreds of people listening. Or I can write a book and, like, tens of thousands of people can possibly read it. Um, 
so I just I love having something that I can share with people without having to like give them an, an hour of my time. Mm, right. I think that's true. And your book is so um, personal um, that it is like spending time with you. I know I felt that way when I was reading it. It was it was a lot like hanging out with you. So I think people get your personality. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things um, one of the things about being a coach is. Yes, you need to have certain coaching skills and tools, but a lot of it is just a compatibility with a person. So I feel like at the end of your book, particularly because you were so brave in your book, mm-hmm. I think that there's a chance that people finish the book and they're like, there's no way I'd ever work with that guy. Um, but there's just as great of a chance as finishing that book and being like, oh, my God, he needs to be my coach. There's nothing wishy-washy yeah. about your book. <laughs> And we and we should yeah. say again the book is um the book is called August and Mike I didn't say this at the beginning Mike's name is Mike Rostovsky which is a little bit challenging to spell um so I'm just going to spell that for you so you can go to his um go to Amazon or go to his website it's H R O S T O S K I Mike Rostovsky and his website is rostovsky.com, H-R-O-S-T-O-S-K-I.com, or you can go to Amazon, put in Rostovsky, and the book you're looking for is August, A True Story About Love, Sex, and Entrepreneurship. Um, and it's really the, the true story of Mike's personality. So as I was saying before, like, um, would you agree that people, if they read your book, they'll have a sense of what it might be like to work with you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. And I I never thought about that, but it's um I I tell that to my clients all the time, just like take a stand for something. Take a stand and there's people who won't like you anymore, but there's other people who will love you and like just want to be your friend or your client and um yeah, I I took a stand for a lot of stuff in that book. I mean, I kind of take a stand for for growth and for integrity and talk a lot about sexual practice because that's a place that I do a lot of work around. And um, for someone who is aligned with with my values, great. You know, they're going to want to be a friend or colleague or client. Um, if someone who's, who's not, then then that's great too. And, and I like, I love that they have values, even if they're different than mine, like that's fine. But um, at least people know who I am instead of being just, just kind of like hiding and being vanilla and just, like blending into the rest of like the life coach marketplace. So, but we all have like fears about being seen as much as we want to be seen. And so when you get a call from somebody, let's say it's somebody who you see as successful or, or the kind of client you'd want to deal with, or maybe it's a corporate client that might want to bring you in or something like that. What's the story in your book that you're like, Oh God, I hope they don't read that story. Um, I don't know. It it used to be the like the orgy thing. So I participated in an orgy at Burning Man, but there's still like little charge around that. I guess from all the work that I've been doing, supporting men <laughs> um, around love, sex, and and intimacy, and and just seeing how powerful the work is because everyone's afraid to talk about sex and has a lot of shame around it. Um, yeah, maybe some of the stuff that I just shared, like when I was young, when I was a cutter and I had an abortion with an ex-girlfriend and, um, you know, there's, like, I, I used to drink a lot and, you know, there was just, just sharing those pieces of me when I was 
a wayward teenager, I think, just like all of us were. Um, that was scary. That was definitely really scary. But I, I just almost feel and like does a duty. And it still that, come up for you? Like, what, if you get a call now from, I don't know, GM wants you to come coach their executives, would you be worried no, about that I stuff mean, being it, out there? No, it, 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 it really doesn't. And like, I'm, I'm glad that you asked me that question because I, I haven't thought about it in a while, and it, it really doesn't. And, um, I feel like I've talked about so much of my, of my shadow side, like the, the parts of myself that I, I used to hate, and, and the secrets that I would hold, and, um, I've talked about it so much to, to clients or friends or in, in interviews that there's, there's very little charge left anymore. Like I, I can, I can pretty much, I would feel comfortable going on stage and doing like a six-hour Q and A and just letting people ask any questions about my my personal life. Um, so yeah, no, there's there's very little charge and and that feels really good. Um, That's pretty dramatic. Most, yeah. So yeah, why why do you why do you think you want to put yourself out there? What is I talk about writing a book that makes a difference, and the whole point of this radio show is to interview authors that are making a difference. And so, what's your mission? Why put yourself out there like this? Um, just just to show that you can, just to show that like you can you can share stuff and and. You don't have to start a blog, and you don't have to like write and air all your dirty laundry on the internet. But but maybe you can even just share like with your wife or like with your husband, like some of the stuff that you're afraid to, for the sake of deeper connection. Or maybe you can finally see a therapist, or finally see a coach, or finally talk to someone about the like abuse and trauma that happened when you were young, instead of carrying it around with you. Um, maybe you can finally you know, as a man, like maybe open up to your guy friends and share them just about like what some of your fears are or about like some of the stuff that like you're having challenges with right now and, and, and have real like heart-to-heart conversations instead of just kind of like superficial sports weather type conversations. Um, my, just such a big piece of like what I stand for is just, just being yourself and like loving like loving every cell of your body and like everything that you've ever done. Um, and, and it's taken a lot of work for me to get to the point where I can say like, yeah, I, I love myself and, and I love myself even when I was just kind of a mess and when I was a, a quote unquote horrible person, but I wasn't a horrible person. I was just in a lot of pain and just, just doing the best I can. So um, at the, at the end of the day, it's like my, my platform is really like integrity and authenticity and I work with men because I think men need a, a lot of help and there's not a lot of resources for men today. But at the, at the end of the day, like w- when it really comes down to like what the whole like core of all the work that I do and what, what any coach does is it's just self-love and self-care. Um, and, and that's it. Like that's all good coaching, whether it's, therapy or coaching or just like taking care of yourself it's just it's just self-love and self-care it's it's sleeping it's moving your body it's drinking water it's loving every 
celebrate so your body. So you talk about self love. You talk about self love and self care, but. Mm-hmm. I know um, that one of your missions is to work with men, and you talk about conquering anxiety around women, around money, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, so relationships, work, work and women, I think that's your kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Yep. Troubles around sex, money, and motivation. So, um, so, so it's interesting because those are very specific problems, I think, that men have, and, and mm-hmm. so... Why do you why do you, why do you do why do you do that? Why don't you just say, "Hey, men, you should have more self love." Um, because if I said, "Hey, men, you need more self love in your life," they would be like, "Well, that's that's pretty gay. Like that's that's pretty girly, or that sounds really weird." Um, so again, it's like sell them what they want and give them what they need. Um, if yeah. I if I cre- if I created a program that says the truth all the time, <laughs> you know, dive into your fears head first and and give yourself permission to feel your emotions and and cry when you want to cry, people would be like, well, no, that's that's weird, because um, that's really what I do. I I I help guys get their lives and integrity and live a congruent life and speak their truth and like face their fears head first and. And the benefits of that, like, is, like, more amazing sex, like, deeper connection with their partners, um, more money because they they feel empowered, they feel confident, they feel great. So they're able to make more sales and they're able to, like, step onto a bigger stage. But if I I led with, like, the processes of, you know, like, here's how I'm going to coach you. I'm going to create a really safe space for you to go back into your deepest, darkest childhood traumas and we're going to relive those and you're going to cry a lot and you're going to feel a lot better afterwards. They'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> that sounds really weird. <laughs> or we come to a weekend scares, where we cry. <laughs> that scares the hell out of me. But if I'm like, you know, you're going to have super amazing sex after working with me, which is the truth, um, you know, or, you know, your business will grow after working with me, which is also the truth. Um, you know, that's that's what people want. So um, I... I, I love that you asked that, too, because I used to have, you know, I shouldn't even say I used to have. I had some judgment around, like, marketing and around, like, Internet marketing and sales. Um, and, I'm, and I'm currently, that's, like, my biggest edge, and I'm, I'm doing a lot of work, like, with my coach. I've been talking to a lot of people about money. I know, like, you've definitely been a great mentor for me on just, just, like, really learning to love marketing and, and the more that I, I get over my hangups around marketing, the more that I learn that marketing, like marketing is just service. That's, that's all it is. And, and I can either like be shy or I can have weird hangups around marketing or I can, I can sell like either a product or a service or an event that I know will have a huge impact on someone's life. And, and I can sell that like, you know, and I can sell it and feel really good about it because I know that the more people who buy my products or the more people that, that work with me, just the more people are going to have less suffering in, in their lives and the more men are going to be you know, more emotionally open and the more men are going to be living a life, a congruent life on, on purpose. Um, so I, I'm really getting over a lot of like my like marketing issues that I think a lot of us carry because you know, we hear those stories about like, we be like you know we think of used car salesmen or like 
we think of like slimy salespeople, but um, when you're like when you're selling love and openness and connection and alleviation from suffering, like it's not only it's not sleazy, like it's your duty to sell as much as possible. Like it's it's a disservice to the world if you don't sell your products and services because your products and services make the world a better place. Um, so that, so that's where I'm starting to get like around the marketing and money and sales. And, and I'm still, to be honest, like I'm still a work in progress, but I'm, I'm, I'm really shedding a lot of those like old beliefs around money. Um, you know, most of them that I got from my parents and religion and teachers and peers. Um, I'm, I'm shedding yeah. those. Yeah. All, all that stuff. I'm shedding those so I can serve more people. Um, and have a bigger impact on the world. Yeah, I mean, if I look at the the book August, what I really wanted to do, which I push a lot of my um, entrepreneurial clients towards, is solve a problem. You know, like, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. How are you solving it? And I think, um, you know, August is a great book to get to know you, and it serves a purpose as an author, and it made you a best-selling author, which is awesome. Um, but when I look at um, the Conference for Men, so it's conferenceformen.com if you want to check this out. It is April 25th to 27th in San Diego. That's addressing specific problems, and that is, you know, people look for solutions to problems, and that's kind of the advice I want to leave people with is a book can do a lot of things for you. And if you are inspired to write a book, if you have an idea like Mike did, I'm going to write a book in 30 days, you can do that. Um, but people are looking for solutions to problems. And so when you think about, it's a lot of the same material that's in his book. So go get August um, by Mike Rostowski and then go to the conference for men and you'll see those connections even though it might not be obvious just by reading the the descriptions. So, Mike, I just want to say thank you so much for for being a guest. I hope everybody checks out conferenceformen.com. And um, and checks out August by Microsofty on Amazon. Thanks for being here. Sweet, thank you. Um, yeah, great questions too. I like I got a lot out of it. Like I kind of felt like some stuff shifted in the call, and it was it was good to like relive that that writing process again. So thanks for having me. It was awesome. Fun. Awesome. Well, we will be back here next week, changing the world one book at a time. Yeah.